0: What is this, a center for ants? Today's process is this, new things are hard to see. Sit back, relax, let's light the lantern. Well, hello there, Rangers. Wade Skalski here, lawyer, entrepreneur, husband, father to two crazy maniacs, and you're a guide to the understory. You, my friend, have a problem. You were stuck in a nine to five and you want out. And the challenge is, the way out lies through the understory, which is filled with monsters and bandits. Don't worry, we'll get out together. Just remember, admission to the understory is free, but understanding always has a price. Let's light the lantern. What is up, Rangers, those of you who are in the understory against your will, and those of you who are in the understory on purpose, Wade Skalski here, the understory lawyer. All right, so the intro doesn't really have anything to do with what I'm going to talk about today, uh, other than the fact that it plays on perception (laughs) and scale. Uh, Zoolander, great, great movie. My wife was actually in Zoolander, so... um, it's uh you can see her she's in a, she's an extra in the david bowie um i don't know was she was she an extra i don't know. she didn't have a line but she was in there so i think that makes her an extra i don't know i've never really asked her i get mad at her for not listening to my podcast my podcasts or anything and then i never really took the time to really figure out much about the movies that she was in <laughs> so i can't be mad at. i can't be mad at her when i'm when i'm like okay great zoolander um all right, so I I have kind of an interesting story to tell you about perception. And it's uh, interesting to me. You may think it's boring or silly or whatever, but um, so I have started to bike to work and there's so many things that go into this, right? Like one, it's a discovered advance because I didn't sell my, my road bike from the triathlon I did six years ago. I just kind of carried it around with me. Kind of like you carry around a lot of your internet programs that you've purchased and never used. Okay, Uh, that one's free, different, different podcast. Um, But so I got that bad boy out and I was like, well, I better take it to the store. And there's like this really weird, massive labor shortage right now where, you know, the government's paying people to stay home. And so a lot of jobs where, you know, there are kind of lower end jobs, people are just like, well, I can stay home and and did not do anything and then uh or i can go to work so a lot of people are electing to stay home and so we're in this really weird situation where somehow we have uh high unemployment you know we have high unemployment and a labor shortage which is just that that's a podcast in and of itself just from the economics of that i have an economics degree from the university of arizona which is a a powerhouse that i obtained from them 20 years ago or 20 30 however many years ago 1995 right 26 years ago And uh, and so yes, I've used that economics degree many times in my life, and I'm an expert at economics. So, but I don't. We'll talk about it later. Uh, Not really an expert at economics, but um, so anyway. So they're telling me they're like, well, we can do a total refit on your bike and make sure you know do like the semi or the annual annual thing, but it's going to take what did they tell me it was going to take like eight weeks or something crazy like that, or four weeks, five weeks, some, some insane, some insane amount of time where you give them your bike and they don't give it back to you for like two months. And I was like, "What?" He's like, Or we could do a safety check and I can have it back to you in like eight to 10 days. I was like, all right, let's do the safety check. So they do the safety check. I get the bike back. That's glorious. And so I, I, and I haven't ridden this bike for six years or seven years since the triathlon, just been carrying it around from place to place. And, um, also, I don't like when I did the triathlon, I bought the bike. I kind of rode it around a little bit and then I did the triathlon and then I never, I never did anything with it again. Right. Like I never have been a bicyclist. Okay. And so when I decided that I was w- going to heed my wife's advice, cause she's like, this would be a good opportunity for you to work on that belly. I was like, all right, great. Uh, you can ride your bike to work. And so work is about two and a half miles away. Um, and, it, it's actually the perfect amount of because it takes like you know 10 or 15 minutes to get there or whatever it's like actually like three it ends up being three miles away if you just shoot there straight in your car it's two and a half but the way that i go it's like three miles it's like six miles a day on the bike that i'm doing monday through friday and um and so as i started to as i started to kind of do the bike around um it was it was kind of nerve-wracking in the beginning because it's basically like when you first start to drive your car sometimes at least i did this when opposing traffic would come i would like drift over to the right a little bit my lane because i was nervous and i don't have the spatial awareness or i should say i don't have the the veil of familiar. i don't have the veil of familiarity with riding the bike to where i'm comfortable with just cars just zipping by me right and so, um, the other thing about it too was is, is is that it doesn't have. It's a road bike, so it doesn't have a rear view mirror on it. So I was like, I tried to order up one of those things they stick on your helmet, and I just I couldn't get it to get the one I wanted. So I went down to the truck store for it. Well, actually, at first I went to Conti's bike shop because uh, it's local and it's not a chain. And so I was like, hey, do you guys have one of these things you can stick on your helmet? And all they had was these like beach cruiser rear view mirrors you put on your handlebars I was like I don't want to put this on my beautiful road bike so they didn't have it so then I went down the street to the truck store and they had this one that you put on your I wanted one that you put on your helmet because they're a little bigger but they had one you put on your glasses and it's like it has a mirror on it that's the size of the mirror that's on a dental tool you ever see that mirror that the, the, that the dentist sticks in your mouth that's about the size of the mirror but you put it on your, gla- your glasses you put it on your glasses and so I put it on my glasses And at first I was like, this doesn't work because you can't see anything out of it because you're not used to looking at a rearview mirror that's the size of a dental tool. And I was like, this isn't going to work. And so because I'm used to a big I'm used to a big ass mirror where I just look at it. Right. But the way that this is set is you have to kind of have it just perfect in your vision of where you want it. And then it's it it was actually a little bit dangerous the first time I tried to get used to it, because I would immediately I would like move my head. And try to get my eye to, to see it, but you don't do that. You just move your eye. And after a little bit, I could kind of see it when there was a car that was coming up behind me. And but my because I'd never seen that angle before, my brain had a really hard time processing um what was like a car moving and what was just something parked or whatever. It was just, it was really difficult because I'd never ever utilize in my life a rear view mirror that big right next to your eye and but by the end of the bike ride of uh, the first time i tri- I used it i was like okay cool like i actually could kind of kind of use it and and got a sense for it now i didn't still i still didn't feel comfortable enough um you know making a turn without looking and i don't know if that's the according to hoyle rule where you're always supposed to like to do that but uh I did. I think that that day is coming. And what was really interesting is then I went to work and, and I worked and actually that I usually only did go there for three hours or so, but I went for the, I, I kind of used the office for the whole day and um, I used the office for a whole day. And then when I got back on the bike to go back home, I had the exact same problem again. I, it took me like almost to the end of the ride because I, to get used to it. And so it wasn't something that immediately looked like it didn't work. It was, it was crazy. And the reason why I'm telling you the story is because anytime that you're going to try something new, launch something new, um, It's not, you don't get to see right away. You don't get to see right away everything. So there is, there is an element of faith whenever you try something new. Now I knew this thing had to work because they sell it and they sell it in the truck store, right? That's like the official super, super bike store. And, and, you know, and so obviously if, 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 if it didn't work, people wouldn't buy it. You know, they wouldn't sell it in the store because they're like, oh, no, everyone comes back and hates this thing. So people like it, and I can see why they like it because it's, you know, it doesn't mess up your bike. And, but it takes time with anything new, even if you know that it's right and it takes a little bit of leaf of faith. So, how does this apply to you, guy stuck in nine to five job wanting to get out? Well, a couple things. One, you have to have faith that. Your idea to leave is the right one. Just the idea to leave. You're like, okay, this is the right idea. You have to have faith that whatever framework that you're going to pick to get out, like whatever your business that you're going to pick, your business, your experience, your service, whatever, your, your widget you're going to sell, that's going to, you're going to be able to, um, to do that. And it's really hard because how do you have faith in something that you don't know? Well, you can have faith in a process. It's harder to have faith in specific tactics and strategies because the world is always changing and it's so complex. Like right now, there's this drumbeat of, you know, some people are like, well, everything's going to go back to normal. Right. After all this stuff settles down. And then some people are like, this is all this is never going to go back to normal. And how are you supposed to make a decision either way? about leaving the security of your job in one of the most tumultuous times in the, or making the decision to leave in one of the most, most tumultuous times in the history of time. So not only do you have, you, some of you even have the choice not to work, like not to have, not even, I'm not going to start a business. I'm not going to do a job, nothing. I, only destruction lies in that path, by the way. But that's a, that's a different, that's for a, that's for a different person to tell you that message. Uh, I'll allude to it, and I'll let other let, let you attract other people in your life with that message. Maybe, no, I'm going to say that. No, no, I'm, I'm going to be I'm going to be brave right now. I'm going to come into that message. Let's let's wade into those waters. Wade. <laughs> Look, I can tell you from from personal experience that the, there is not only is there honor and work. Unfortunately, work is the only. Work is one of the few things that will allow you to fulfill to be to feel fulfilled and, and because it is the adoption of responsibility for something. And work gives you the ability to provide for your family. Work gives you the ability to grow and to improve. work gives you the ability to put yourself into situations that you have to operate on faith and you can't see. Uh, when I started this job this job at um, this new law firm, I didn't know how to do anything, so every single day I felt like I was going to get fired. Every single day I felt like I was like going to screw something up. Every single day I thought I was going to have one of their clients fire me, and and that was that took a that took a leap of faith. It took it took some growth. Now I'm not saying that I'm crushing it over there in terms of I'm still learning, and there's also some bumps and bumps and bruises and all of that. But um, you know I had to I had to take a job to be able to provide for my family. And if I was to stand on, if I was to stand on some image thing, I was like, well, aren't you telling people how to escape their job? And yet you have to go get a job. Yes. Yes. And it's the report of where we are at, sometimes your stuff isn't going to work the way that you want it to work. Sometimes you're going to close down all of your businesses and blow everything up and go to a new city because that's the best thing for your family. And there's a gestational period to building a business. And so one of the arrows in your quiver is your ability to actually go get a job. And sometimes the job is the most valuable thing that you have. Now I'm lucky enough that I have a part-time gig to where I can still work on my own stuff and work on, you know, learn something new and test out and see if these, if this firm is going to be a strategic partnership for me going forward, uh, with, with my, with my serve game. Um, and, and I've talked about that before, but there, there is, there, there's there's value in taking on responsibility. And so even if you can make as much or more money staying at home and being unemployed and on unemployment, I would have you consider the possibility that you should go get a job. And that if you're an entrepreneur, that you should go get a job, you should go get a job with the idea that you're going to escape it. Because who do you want to be responsible for your ability to escape the job? The government? Or you, because there's no there's no win by there's you don't get to you don't get to experience the win of doing it yourself. You just get to you just get to have the government give you something, and you, who, human beings don't really appreciate things we're just given, but we really appreciate things that we have to fight for. So, when you're in a new situation, sometimes it's hard to see that. And just like just like the little mirror I have when I'm trying to, to ride my bike to work so I can see if there's a car about to, you know, in my blind spot so I don't get crashed into or, or if I'm going to make a turn or whatever. In the beginning, it, it's really hard to see. But the more reps that you get and the more work you put in, Eventually it's just it, what you couldn't see before you see every day, just, just in the light of day, normal, like you see everything else, you see it, but the decision is not enough. You have to get the reps in and you have to voluntarily assume that responsibility So what I want you to do is take out your ranger field journal. If you don't have a ranger field journal, take out a regular journal. If you don't have a regular journal, go get one. You're going to need one from time to time. But for right now, what I want you to do is take out your ranger trapper or your your, uh, unicorn trapper keeper from the fifth grade. And I just want you to write down, do I have the faith? Do I have enough faith in myself to hang in there until I can see? And just remember, there is no end if you stay in the path of understanding. Listen up, Rangers. You can't escape your 9-to-5, but you're going to need two things. You're going to need a place to stand to make decisions in confidence and clarity, and you're going to need a process to do that. I wrote a book, Creative Clearing, The Husband Entrepreneur's Guide to Escape the 9-to-5, that will give you those two things. It took me 20 years to write that book. I stepped on every landmine. I battled lots of monsters and bandits in the understory so that you don't have to. I know you've been promised the magical course, coach, coach, codex crypto on the internet before but those things teach tactics and strategies i wrote this book so that if i hand it to you and you take it and you read it and you use it it it'll give you a process that if we never talked again it is inevitable for you to escape your nine to five go to creativeclearingbook.com again that's creativeclearingbook.com all you have to pay is the shipping and handling and i will send you this book for free rangers understanding never ends, but I want you to get to where you want to go. Go like the lantern.